Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Great good morning, everyone. 10.06 a.m. This beautiful Wednesday, February 21st, here in the great Northeast, the year of our Lord, 2024. This is the Bob Cadaro Show. I am he, and it is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. People like Michael Rabin, Muzik, Joseph Lewis, Wilkes-Barre, Russell Molath, Bloomsburg, and Marvin Benson Simpson, veterans who served and whom we lost late last year and early this year and honor today. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us continue today's battle. And with that preamble dispensed with... We gavel back to order this meeting of the Club for Common Sense. Well, I got today's guest mixed up with tomorrow's guest. And we've got these crime, this crime crisis in this country. And we had this horrendous situation in Minneapolis and others that are happening all too regularly as a result of woke defund the police strategies in various parts of the country run by left-wing lunatics. And we've had Sergeant Betsy Smith on before, National Police Association, and she has told us what it's all about, and she's with us again today. How are you, Sergeant Smith? Hey, I'm great, and it is so great to be back with you. It's good to be. Hey, it's good to have you. And tell us the two situations that you focused on uh, in this past week, and then let's get into them. Well, so um, I think as most people know, we had two police officers and a firefighter paramedic murdered in Burnsville, Minnesota on Sunday um, responding and and negotiating a domestic, basically a domestic abuse situation. Burnsville is a, I've been there many times. It is a lovely suburb of uh, Minneapolis, kind of out in the woods, kind of a, a high dollar suburb. Officers responded to a call of uh, a bunch of children, seven, 
in the house and, uh, you know, being held by the dad. They negotiated for hours. Ultimately, the dad started shooting, shot and killed uh, mm. three and uh, and injured another. We also, and this has also made national news, um, poor uh, little Audrey Cunningham, uh, a little girl in 11 years old in Texas, has been missing since the 15th and her body was discovered yesterday yeah. in the Trinity river. And everybody is looking at, of course, the dad's, they call him the dad's friend. His name is Don Stephen McDonald. He has a criminal history for uh child enticement. Um, and, uh, and he was the last one to see her. And I, I want people to think about this. I have read nothing where they exonerate the parents yet. So this is definitely one yeah. to watch. Let's go back to Minneapolis. Now, both cases, there should have been some concern in advance, which may have ended or thwarted what eventually occurred. T- tell us about the signs that were missed. Well, the shooter, Shannon Gooden, and I, and I, let me bring this up. I want folks to know that we have had 11 police officers shot uh, in three days this weekend. Shootings of cops, whether fatal or non-fatal, are up 60%. Mm. So keep that in mind. So when we talk about the shooter here, Shannon Gooden, he was known to be a domestic violence abuser. He abused them. He has several different uh, mothers of his children. He was involved in a really contentious custody dispute with one of them. And yes, Shannon Gooden had been den- a judge denied him any access to firearms in 2020. You know, he's got a, you know, multiple felony convictions and yet he had firearms in this house. So I think as things come out, we'll find out who did he purchase these firearms? Did the girlfriends or the wives purchase the firearms? But this was a man who was known to be violent and uh, and yet he had access to firearms. And, and this is the thing. When these shootings happen, um, the far left loves to say, well, we've got to get rid of guns. We need more gun laws, more background checks, this and that. If we would just use the laws that we already have on the books, we could absolutely prevent so many of these cases. We have got to go back uh, in the United States to the 90s, and we need to punish aberrant behavior, i.e. put people in prison. We got to protect our cops, too. I mean, well, truly. they're going into situations yeah. where these these crazies have guns, a propensity to use them, and we send our people in and, it could, you know, it, it could look like a normal domestic situation. Well, in this particular situation, these cops had negotiated for hours. Yeah. We knew, law enforcement knew that there were seven kids in there, ages two to fifteen. You know what cops are going to do? They're going to they're going to eventually go in. They're going to try to save those kids, and that's what's so so tragic um, about this situation is, you know, these police officers and this firefighter paramedic assigned to the SWAT team. You know, some of them are dads as well, 
And uh, but you're you're right. We do need to protect our cops. How do we do that? Stop defunding them. Stop vilifying them. Stop with the false narrative that somehow American law enforcement is the problem and go back to training and equipment. Think about this in Burnsville. You know, did we don't know. Did they have all the right equipment? Did they have a Bearcat? Did they have robots? Did they have drones? You know, what kind of equipment did they have? You know, cops, you know, if you remember, you know, we were told by Barack Obama, cops don't need all this military equipment. Actually, sometimes we do. Our guest is uh, Sergeant Betsy Brantner-Smith. She is a retired uh, police sergeant, a spokesperson for the National Police Association. We're talking about the recent horrendous murder in Houston of the uh, young, well, the little 11-year-old Audrey Cunningham. And, of course, the Minneapolis uh, region situation where uh, two police officers and a uh, first responder were killed. Man, this, this, is, this is tough stuff to swallow. And I'll ask you, I, I, you know, there's cause, there's effect, there's correlation. But at least there's a correlation that the place where defund the police movement started – right near Minneapolis is the place where these cops got killed? Well, and I, I'll tell you, I spend a fair amount of time up there because I'm a police trainer as well. We have been there. These are some of the finest police officers, not just in Minneapolis, but all around that region. And, uh, and <clears throat> so, it, you know, is I think in Burnsville, you know, again, it's a suburb. They've got a good relationship with the county and with Minneapolis PD. But again, in the area, the epicenter of the vilification of law enforcement, did this man have extraordinary anger toward law enforcement? I would have to weather a guess that says absolutely. Yeah. Now, going back to the uh, situation in Texas, Audrey Cunningham, uh, you'll keep us apprised on this, and we will continue to follow it. But McDougal, he lived in a trailer in the backyard of the home. He was often uh, the person who took young Audrey to school. I mean, he had extraordinary access to this child despite his background as a potential predator at the very least. Well, yes, and unfortunately this rests right on the parents and uh, that they gave <clears throat> this predator access to this child. And and this is the thing, I've been talking to a lot of media about this. We get all worked up about stranger danger. This guy wasn't stranger danger. Yeah. Um, a stranger child molesting them, murdering them is is actually statistically very rare. If if I'm 11 years old and this is my daddy's friend, then, you know, if he says, hey, let's take a yeah. drive over by the lake or let's do this, let's do that, then I'm going to do it because my daddy, this is my daddy's friend. So parents need to understand that you've got to be cautious about who you're bringing into your home. And again, we I've seen nothing that exonerates the parents in this case. So we'll bring you more when we have more. Uh, Sergeant Betsy Smith is our guest. She is the spokesperson for the National Police Association. Uh, Sergeant Smith, tell us what 
as you look at it, and let's take the New York situation just quickly before we let you leave. Uh, with these illegal immigrants assaulting and surrounding cops, I said two things have to happen. Number one, the New York City police have to check uh, their protocols for having their cops get surrounded like that. But the second part and the more important part is what are we doing about illegal immigrants who are criminals? We're not doing a damn thing. And uh, that's just the unfortunate truth. It is. I, I sit right now 80 miles from the southern border in Arizona. We very often have no idea who's coming into this country. And, and even if we are able to identify them and they have some criminal history, they have a gang history, um, we're still letting them come in. We're taking them to places like New York and Chicago and L.A. And what's happening in New York, and everyone, I hope, has seen that video, where these police officers go in to serve a warrant in a migrant housing shelter, and then once again, they get jumped. I want everybody to look at that and think about what is this going to look like when we are forced to start doing mass deportations, because that is where this is headed, and it is going to be uh, it's going to be mayhem. It's going to be a bloodbath. And our first responders, our law enforcement, are right in the middle of it. And the response from the powers that be, the president and the Democrat Party, and some Republicans, is to to pass a border bill which allows up to 3 million illegal immigrants to come into this country legally. <laughs> that was the solution. I, I, and, and we're already beyond the breaking point. We this is unsustainable. And now we're at a point where we were back in the 80s uh, when uh, Castro sent, you know, remember yeah. a lot of people look at Mariel Boatlift, Mariel yeah. Boatlift. And we're right back to that uh, times a thousand. Yeah. And it's it didn't go well then. It's not going to go well now. Sergeant Betsy Smith, always this great straight poop from you. We appreciate it so much. Uh, you're the spokesperson for the National Police Association, and we appreciate so much having you available. Hey, thanks for having me. All right. We'll take a break. We'll be back. It's the Bob Cadaro Show. The Beatles released their hit Nowhere Man this date, 1966. And before that, uh, former Attorney General John Mitchell was a little chopped up for some reason. And former White House aides H.R. Haldeman and John Ehrlichman sentenced to two and a half to eight years in prison for their roles in the Watergate cover-up. This date, 1975. <laughs> Fascinating. Nixon had already left the White House by that time. Fascinating. Well, I like have, having uh, Betsy Smith on. She's a straight shooter. She calls it as she sees it. And... Uh, Somebody text in. <laughs> United States Senator John Fetterman is our savior and chief sent by God to seal the border. <laughs> Eugenio from Diamond City checking in. He says those who favor 45 are the ones who are insane. I, listen, you're missing the point, by the way, as you have to. You have to. Trump is insane in a certain sense of the word, but 
you got to look at, he already performed for four years as president of the United States. And what a surprise, peace and prosperity broke out all over the place. Now you have a weak, incompetent, corrupt, decrepit old fool in the White House. And war and crime are breaking out all over the place. Those are the facts. Somebody texts in, hey, Bob, I have a girlfriend who works in a pharmacy. Uh, it's a little garbled, but it says her, her, her boss has been a pharmacist for over 12 years. And my family doctor. Uh, then it's a little garbled, but I'm getting the sense of what you're trying to say. The COVID vaccine protects against serious illness. I think your beliefs on the vaccine are absolutely nuts. Get a clue. You don't know what my beliefs are. <laughs> what, what are my beliefs? Now, a vaccine is intended to prevent a disease. The COVID so-called vaccine did not. That's incontrovertible. For a number of political reasons, the sometimes deadly side effects of the vaccine, and they happen in all mass vaccinations, the deadly side effects were covered up. I, I don't know why. And then we had mandates imposed upon people who in their rational adulthood did not want to take the vaccine. And by the way, had already been through the brunt of the pandemic. And they got fired from the military as first responders, as police, as nurses. (laughs) And then we had the lockdowns, which were beyond insanity. And then we had people with COVID being stuffed back into nursing homes, killing the most vulnerable uh, portion of the populace. Please tell me what we did right in our COVID response. I was vaccinated. I got the booster as well. And I'm furious with myself for doing it, but I was forced to. I was still uh, on uh, home confinement at the time. I had to. And I've had side effects from it. So I'm angry I did it, and I complied, but I did. I do not dispute that what they called a vaccine was sort of a a pre-disease mitigator. I think the science proves that the vaccine reduced the effects in most people. 
that were vaccinated reduced the effects of COVID. They did not eliminate it. They did not stop. Like, these are all the lies Joe Biden told. These are all the lies that that Anthony Fauci told. And then let's get to Anthony Fauci. He lied about how the United States and your tax dollars funded the Wuhan laboratory where it originated. He lied about six-foot distancing. They lied about lockdowns. They lied about the nursing homes. Although Rachel Levine sent her mother to a hotel so she wouldn't be exposed to Rachel Levine's and Governor Wolf's policies. They closed down small businesses and let big businesses continue to function. They did nothing right in response to this disease. Common sense would have been sufficient. You don't let somebody sneeze on you. Reduce shaking hands, or if you shake hands, wash your hands. Don't breathe down somebody's neck. Common sense. And the proof is in the pudding in places like Sweden that didn't follow any of our protocols, closing down schools, locking people down, all the lunacy, all the idiocy. But why would we be afraid to call the COVID-19 shot merely a, I guess, a reducer of symptoms, which you take in advance? And why would we knock down things like ivermectin that worked? Why would you uh, hold off any information or argument about the facts surrounding this? The vaccine was not a vaccine. It reduced symptoms in many, many, many people. And it was the placebo we needed to reopen society after this and the economy after the stupidity of closing it in the first place. So I guys, you really, you gotta listen. Somebody takes in, hi Bob, I'm a pharmacist for three times longer than the other pharmacist, and I think the COVID vaccine was garbage. They lied nonstop about its efficacy and censored negative information about it. Now more and more negative data is coming out about it. How about that pharmacy employee get a clue? Listen. Here's the problem. You you touched on it. The government lied continually. The government was wrong continually. They did everything wrong. I can't think of one thing they did that was right. Please tell me if you can. And for those who were vulnerable, I think the vaccine was helpful. And it was it was a good thing we had it. So, I mean, you got to listen to a complete discussion of it. There's no 
it's good. There's no, it's all bad in terms of the vaccine, in terms of the shot. It's not a vaccine. But what the government did, and then the Biden administration, and let's let's talk facts as well. Joe Biden said Donald Trump should resign because 300,000 people with COVID, not because of COVID, died. So then after the COVID shots was developed, 900,000 people died while he was in office. He should be gone. And Joe, before the last newscast, pointed out that Biden and Kamala Harris were 1,000% against the vaccine because Donald Trump had reduced regulation in order to get it done. Six months later, they're mandating it and, and, and firing people for not getting it. <laughs> Please don't tell me this wasn't all political. It was a disgrace. Anthony Fauci's a disgrace. Joe Biden and, the, and the, uh, his administration on the COVID pandemic were a disgrace. And why wouldn't you sell the truth to people? Hey, this shot, this COVID shot, may prevent you getting infected from COVID, but it it probably won't. It may prevent you from spreading COVID, but it probably won't. But if you get COVID, it will probably lessen the negative effects of it. That's the truth about the vaccine. Unvarnished, full truth. I, I, I do you, I, please text me back if you have a problem with that. If you have a problem with that factual statement, let me know. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Veterans tribute. Our veterans today. Marvin Benson Simpson passed away at age 77, December 27th of last year. His wife of 25 years, Karen, survives him. Born in Patterson, New Jersey. United States Army during the Vietnam War. And then he went on to become a staff sergeant with the Air Force Reserves. Remember the VFW in Simpson? The Honor Guard and funeral coordinator, and chaplain for the veterans' deaths. His son, a daughter, and grandchildren survive him. Marvin Benson, Russell Molath, Bloomsburg, born in Oakland, California, proudly served in the U.S. Navy on the USS Will Rogers Submarine, His family says his dedication and selfless commitment to upholding the values of honor, courage, and duty were an inspiration to all who were fortunate enough to serve alongside him. He became an accountant studying at Bloomsburg University. 
His devoted wife, Rachel, survives him, as well as children and 11 cherished grandchildren. Russell Molath. Joseph Lewis, 97 years old. Wilkes-Barre. Born in Wilkes-Barre. Army veteran of World War II. He worked at Armor Meats in Wilkes-Barre General Hospital. Proceeded in death by his wife, Catherine. Back in July of 1995, his obituary shows him in his World War II uniform. Joseph Lewis. Michael Rabin Muzik, survived by his beloved wife, Lydia. They were married 59 years as of last May. We lost him December 28th. He was a member of the United States Navy. Attended the great Scranton Technical High School. He was an iron worker, Union Local number 489. He was an iron worker till retirement. Four sons survive him, two grandchildren as well as his wife, Lydia. Michael Rabin, our veterans we pay tribute to today. Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Joe Snedeker. Today, mostly sunny. It'll be about 43 degrees. Tonight, clear, low around 30. Thursday, increasing clouds with afternoon rain showers, high of 45. Bob Kadar back with you. And uh, uh, back to the COVID quickly. Bob, the only problem with about your statement is when was the last time the government has told the truth? <laughs> I know. You're right. It, it's, uh, well, I mean, look at who populates the government. Look at Congressman Cartwright lying out of his butt yet last night at some speech that the idiot, that the, this horrible citizen's voice covered. Oh, wait a minute, Congressman Cartwright. You didn't object to the open border of Joe Biden, his policies. You voted against House bills, which would have limited that open border. But now that when they propose a bill that could allow as many as 3 million illegals to come in legally every year, now you're on board and you're upset that this compromise wasn't accepted. Somebody said, uh, Steele built this country. God bless that man, Michael Rabin, the iron worker. I'm telling you. You just think, Joe from Trips Park, he says, patiently waiting for your video podcast someday. I think it would be a great success. We might get there. With new ownership, I might not be long for this place (laughs) because I am not (laughs) going to relent. We'll see. But, man, why did the government have to cover up? It's something called mayors, M-A-E-R-S. And these are adverse reports on any kind of medication. 
They covered it up. And when someone would go on a network or elsewhere, Anthony Fauci was like the mafia. Telling people, we got to get them. We can't give them money. And then they were giving grants to, to scientists and others who muffled their problems and didn't talk about their issues with the way the government was proceeding. It was unbelievable. Bob, I just dropped the citizens down to Sunday and Saturday delivery just so my wife could maybe get some coupons for shopping. And I subscribed to the Epoch Times. I can't take the liberalism anymore of the voice. It's it's just a terrible newspaper. All three of them are. And they're not making, we have new owners. And they put like great employees like Faith Golay and they (laughs) sent her off. So now we don't only have, and I don't care if you agree or disagree with the the, the people, at least we had a core of local people working for these rags. That's jobs. That's families. That's that's a core that is at least trying to serve the community. Their editorial has always been horrendous, even under family ownership. Horrendous. Left-wing, stupid, just indecipherable. Pat McKenna's gone on to lie for Lackawanna County Commissioners now. Replacing a straight shooter, Joe Dorenzo, by the way. Anyway, I I I said, well, people are going to get laid off. I'm not happy about that. Never, Never can you be. But to be the same terrible newspaper... These three horrible newspapers to be the same terrible newspaper and not have any local or or much less local employment is beyond disturbing. We've got nothing out of this. We got nothing out of it. And it's a shame. James Biden going into court. Uh, I'm sure he's formulated his lies and the Bidens have uh, have put together their story as to how James Biden gets $600,000 one day and Joe Biden gets 200000 from James Biden the next. We'll be back. Elvis, moving up the charts this date, 1970, with Kentucky rain. And before that, remember, this is pre-Xi Jinping. I, 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 I will tell you that given the... President, she had to work with Barack Obama, who was just mediocre even in his best days. Not horrible, nothing like this clown. And we have to admit that. But she was not, she was a strong Secretary of State, and we didn't know Xi Jinping was going to be what he is, and that China would become our enemy in two thousand nine. But they talked about. Climate change, even back then. I mean, so here's the problem. Somebody lamenting about our our morning show and how they, you know, and all of the left abused 
I frankly abused their positions. Talking about people who refused to get vaccinated like they were criminals. That's the nature of the left. And they're not going to stop lying. And they're not going to stop being hypocrites. They can't. I, I don't know why they can't because, boy, that's, you know, just admit you're wrong and move on. But they can't do it. And it's it's what it is. Someone uh, texted in. They said they're a lifelong Republican. And I should take more phone calls. Well, I mean, the I take as many phone calls as I can, and I take a lot of them. But in this business, you've got to recognize that less than one in a thousand listeners calls in. Less than that. So we get many of the same callers. But see, you're looking for different opinions. That's why I have guests on. And that's why I read uh, text, which we get a lot more text than phone calls. I mean, it's easier. You, you drop the text and you move on. Uh, but the show is not really caller-driven. It's opinion-driven. And if I see an opinion or if someone has an opinion, feel free to call me in. We don't get many people calling that are that want to be wrong and want to face up to it. It's not the club for common sense for the fun of it or because I'm so great or anything like that. There is only one common sense. And when we reflect on every issue... We use common sense and apply common sense to it and the solution and more particularly the cause. So I'm not sure, you know, what this diversity of opinion that you seek, I I don't know what you're looking for. I would tell you what is needed and the reason we do this show is because Common sense is called for, and we've lost it, particularly in the Democrat Party, particularly in the Demo- the uh, regressive left. Gone. They, there's nothing commonsensical about them. They, they ignore willfully truth, fact, and reality, and that's what all our positions are based upon here in this program. <laughs> Somebody texts in. Hey, Bob, what's the difference between Vegas and Wuhan? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> Somebody texts in, James Biden undervalued Joe Biden's worth. Yeah, I know. They didn't get enough money, did they? They didn't think he'd become president, remember? They thought he was going to be a behind-the-scenes influencer. And then their wildest dreams occurred, or the Bidens would have, the crime family would have asked for more money from everybody. But the listener continues the Chinese, Iranians, and Russians are much richer today. And the Ukrainian bureaucrats are getting paid their salaries from the U.S. Treasury that is financed by the U.S. taxpayer. Joe, his brother, and his son should be convicted and fined $499 million plus interest. <laughs> I agree. It's a disgrace. 
But anyway, that getting back, that's the, we take the calls that come. I do a lot of the interaction with the with the uh, people who text, and we have a lot of guests. Let's see what they have to say. And by the way, any any Democrat elected official is welcome on this show. Any. But they're going to have to face fact, truth, and reality. They have to. I got asked to do a television show, which is like a balanced meet the press kind of thing. And I said, I I don't think I could do it. I couldn't have Matt Cartwright on and not go after him when he lies like he did last night. I couldn't not go after Bob Casey when he calls voter registration white supremacy. I could not go after somebody when they'd say Joe Biden's doing a good job. I I said, truth, fact, and reality is different from balance. Very different, unfortunately, in today's day and age. And for many of you who receive your information... From the left stream media. It's very different. We have the most disgraceful, disgusting human beings ever as as president of the United States. Denied his own granddaughter. Sold the vice presidency for the benefit of himself and his family. Stole, stole as a United States senator, and that's what it is. Stole and held secret documents that he should have never had. He lies to the American people. He divides them for his benefit. He continues to serve when he can't even walk up the the short stairs. The short stairs to, to Air Force One. He's a disgrace, a decrepit disgrace. I, I'm, I can't, I can't do balance there. There's no balance there. That's the reality. All right, we'll take a break because it's news time, and it's time for Brian Hughes. We'll be back. We're going to hear the news, and then local author Keith Gilman is with us, and we're going to discuss his latest book. But he's got a slew of them, and they are great. We'll take a break and be back. Keith Gilman's our guest. Go to YLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.